intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Hello and welcome back to the Master Plan. And I was thinking about this episode topic for quite a while, actually. Enough. This is just, I, I don't know, I guess it's just one of those times where I, nothing really came to me initially. I had nothing that I, like, I really wanted to talk about. But then I came up with this idea and I, I figured it was a good time to talk about it because, you know, this season... And in, in, in the past couple of years, I think we've really seen this come to fruition. The idea of an elite quarterback starting for your team, like especially compared to an elite running back, like especially in the draft when we're talking about drafting a high, like drafting a running back, an elite running back high versus, right, drafting a, a quarterback, an elite quarterback high. And, and so I think it's time that we talk about this. I think it's a great discussion, especially with the NFL today. Um, and, and there's a couple teams that I'll bring up that I want to talk especially about because I think, I think, I don't know, I think it's a really interesting conversation and um, it's an important one that needs to be had. Um, before we start, I would like to mention we hit over 2,000 listens on the podcast um, in just, I think it's been about 11 months at this point, which is, which is far, has far exceeded my expectations. Thank you to everyone who's listened to who's been on the podcast as incredible. Um, I'm sitting here right now wearing my Joe Burrow jersey because I got it the other night. Very excited. It's the alternate White Tiger one. And folks, I love it. But back to the topic of the episode, running backs, elite running backs versus elite quarterbacks. Um, so, I, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. And especially I, I, I was thinking about this with the Vikings because the Vikings, obviously, you guys know. I'm a huge Kirk Cousins fan, like huge. And I want to see him succeed all the time. And I was thinking about this, right? Because the Vikings, as we know, are a very, very run-heavy team. Extremely run-heavy with Dalvin Cook. But interestingly enough, I think that the Vikings would be a better team if they weren't as reliant on Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook is a special player. I think he, I think he is if not the best running back in the league, the second best running back in the league after Derrick Henry. Um, I think those two guys are one and two. Uh, I think definitely they both offer something that the other one doesn't. However, it doesn't really matter when we're talking about one and two. They're both extremely good. They both have over a thousand yards rushing this season, tons of scrimmage yards, um, incredible running backs, both of them. But when we talk about the Vikings, I think that the Vikings would be a much more successful team if they weren't so reliant on Dalvin Cook. Now, I'm not saying that they should be reliant on Kirk Cousins. I don't think any team should be reliant on one player. But I think that in most cases, right, having an elite quarterback, even having a really, really good quarterback, does a lot more for your team in terms of longevity and in terms of winning games, in my opinion, than having an elite running back. And I don't want to, I wasn't going to talk about elite wide receivers because again, that I feel like is such, such, so connected to the quarterback, at least, at least a running back doesn't get thrown the ball by the quarterback, you know, to get the ball. 
Um, but I wanted to talk about kind of the idea of an elite quarterback and why teams should not be drafting running backs as high as they are. So from, from what we've seen this season, especially, especially this season, is you go down the list of running backs who have missed extended periods of time this season. I mean, there are a lot. So obviously, Austin Eckler. Like we're talking number one running backs as well. Number one running backs who miss extended periods of time. Austin Eckler has missed time. Cook has missed time, right? These are these, And these aren't even number one running backs. These are elite running backs, elite number one running backs. This is the cream of the crop. Joe Mixon, been out for a while now. Been out for a while. He is, again, a, a top half, I would argue. Like he's a really good running back playing behind a really, really, really bad O-line. Right, like there are like David Johnson. Like I don't even know if you can consider him an elite running back, but he's still missed time. Like I, I honestly, I I wouldn't consider him an elite running back, but he has missed time this season. Right, the Colts running backs. I don't know who their running back is. I think it's Naeem Hines. He's missed time. Right, we talk, we look at the running backs this season. Saquon Barkley has missed time. Zeke hasn't missed time. Zeke hasn't missed time, but he has not been good this season. Saquon Barkley has missed a lot of time. Antonio Gibson has missed time. Miles Sanders has missed time, right? You know, I, I don't know if Todd Gurley's missed time. I think Ronald Jones hasn't missed time. Kamara's been healthy. Christian McCaffrey's missed time, right? Mostert, you know, a lot of players in the 49ers have missed time. Chris Carson has missed time. Um, I think, I don't know about Kenyon Drake. I'm not sure about that one. Uh Running backs on the Rams. I think Akers has missed time. I think he is the number one running back. I think Jones has played the whole season for Green Bay. DeAndre Swift, Swift has missed time, right? So you go through all the teams and you look at it. David Montgomery has missed time. Like all these running backs, like the vast majority of them have missed games, right? We're talking number one running backs. I don't even know if you can consider Sonny Michelle running number one running back. He's missed time. Like you go through team by team, James Conner, J.K. Dobbins. Like, and I'm not talking, it's not even about COVID so much as it is about they're getting bruised. They're bruising every play. You're getting hit every single time they touch the ball, right? So, you know, I think what it comes down to, you know, ultimately, like Nick Chubb has missed time. Like, even like bigger running backs have missed time. So, I think what it comes down to is that running backs, they touch the ball a lot more. And, and that's my argument. I don't think we should be giving running backs bigger contracts. I think for a team, it's not going to work out in the end. Because I, I think that, you know, like, look, there's some very special running backs in this league, right? Like a few. Like I think Der Derrick Henry might be one of the most special running backs. I can't remember the last time he got injured. God forbid he, he does. I hope he doesn't. But running backs often miss time in this league. Often missed time in this league. There are very few teams in this league who haven't had a number one running back deal with some sort of injury this season, right? And I think that at least the good GMs have recognized that drafting Saquon number one, like when we look at the Giants, especially the Giants, right? Like I think one could make the argument that Saquon Barkley on the Giants I don't I don't know how much he helps the team anymore. Because we look at the team, right? Look at the team. Like 
Defense is really good. Joe Judge is a great head coach. I think I think we've learned that at this point. Joe Judge is a good head coach. The defense is really good, right? The offense, they get another wide receiver. I'm not so sure they need to hang on to a big Saquon Barkley contract. I mean, look, we know Wayne Gallman is is pretty he's pretty decent. He's not he's capable. And I think what Saquon does is he almost forces you to give him give him the ball. Because he's a, Saquon's a very good player. He's one of the best running backs you know I've ever seen. But is he worth the money? I mean, he, he's injured a lot. Like I, my question is, can you build a team around a running back? I'm not so sure. I think around maybe one or two. Like you really got to be like a tough, tough running back that you can build a whole team around them. Like I honestly, I honestly don't know. At this point, like I think maybe Derrick Henry, but I don't know. Are they really building around Derrick Henry? It almost seems like they're building around Tannehill. I mean, they got Corey Davis, they got AJ Brown. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's not. It's definitely not. They're fully building around Derrick Henry. I would say, right? So I think that brings me to my point. Would you rather have an elite running back, right? Or a, a, a great quarterback. Because I think I would argue, at least in my opinion, Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. I mean, he is the only quarterback in the past six seasons to throw for over 3,000 passing yards and 25 touchdowns in each of those seasons. Right? Not Aaron Rodgers. Not Brady. Not Breeze. Not Roethlisberger. Right? I mean, some of those guys are dealt with injuries. It's only Kirk Cousins, man. He's the only one to do that. So that should – I mean, look, that should tell you that this dude at least can play. Right? I mean, you look at the past couple of games. You, if you've watched the Viking games, as I have, right? Dalvin Cook hasn't won those games, right? It really hasn't been about Dalvin Cook in the past three. He's been stopped, and and the Vikings have good line, by the way. He's been stopped. It's been Kirk Cousins leading them on game-winning drives, right against the Panthers, leading them on a game-winning drive. Um, and last week, he, you know, essentially he got them back in that game, like himself. Like if Dalvin Cook had turned around have been a pick six by Joe Sherbert. Like, like that's Kirk Cousins, like play action. Boom. Justin Jefferson in the end zone. Like, I think at this point, you cannot like you need luck to build a team around a running back. And and I think that that like that's why we see now, nowadays, like the most successful teams, like you notice, like when Bill Belichick does something, you gotta take notice because. What McVay, what Shanahan, and Belichick have now done, right? They all have multiple running backs that they interchange. Like Cam Akers comes in the game. Daryl Henderson comes in the game. Like Mostert, Wilson, like all those, like Damian Harris, Michelle, like Burkhead when he was back, White. All those dudes are playing in the game, right? They're rotating running backs. And I think the reason for this at this point, right? And we're even starting to see a couple more teams at least – play around with it a little bit more, like at least use their two a little bit more, is because like that number one running back, like in big moments, you're going to want him to play, right? And if he's not able to play, I think that's a problem. And so I think that teams notice that like in terms of running backs, like they're very versatile, but like you want to use different running backs for different like areas of play. And I think that's like showing now when we talk about like all these, like the kind of the changes that we're seeing in the NFL using more running backs interchangeably, right? Maybe for power situations, use, you know, one running back over another, but 
for first and 10, you're going to use that first one because that guy, you know, he's really good off the, off the jump. But when it comes to getting that one yard, he's not as good as the other guy. He's not as good when there's a line of two people. So I think it's time that we recognize that drafting running backs really, really high, like really, really high is not a smart idea anymore because they don't last long enough. Paying them big money, it's not smart. Like Christian McCaffrey, that dude is one of the best athletes I've ever seen. He's one of the best running backs. Like he, like all round running backs. He can run the ball like no other. He can catch the ball in the backfield. I think he's easily the best in the league at catching the ball in the backfield. And I mean, he's injured. Like you cannot build a team around Christian McCaffrey if he's injured, right? You know, with quarterbacks, like very infrequently do they get like like they don't have like years where they have injuries every single year. You know what I'm saying? Like there's never a game with a quarterback where he's like been injured like twice in one season, like two seasons in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't really happen. Like there's a couple that are like more injury prone. Maybe you could like consider like Jimmy G. And, you know, maybe a couple other quarterbacks where you're like, well, they get injured quite a lot. But you, you're really going to have to be specific with those. Like, running backs, like, I went through the list of how many number one running backs have been injured for part of the season. There's a lot of names on that list. Like, there is a lot of names on that list who have been out part of the season, like, you know, like like Austin Eckler or the whole season, like the rest of the season. Like, Saquon, like, McCaffrey's pretty much been out the whole season. Like, you know, I think I think at this point we look at what a quarterback can do for a team, and you know, I th- I think the last Super Bowl really shows you like what a quarterback can do for a team versus like a, a, like a really like like innovative offense. And and I'm not saying that like like you can't have a good running back, but I think that I, I think that having a great quarterback is better than having a great running back. I think that having a great quarterback is better having than having an elite running back, right? Like honestly at this point you might I might take a top 10 QB, like a 5 to 10 QB over a 1 to 5 running back. Like it depends on who it is. Like long term, I'm taking the quarterback. And if you're saying for a season, would I rather have Derrick Henry like in a bubble Derrick Henry or Kirk Cousins, I'd take Derrick Henry. But if you're saying over the next seven years, who would I rather have, Derrick Henry or Kirk Cousins? I'm taking Kirk Cousins every time. Because I, I don't know how long Derrick Henry is going to be this way. Like, he, what does he have, like maybe three more years of this elite talent? Maybe if he doesn't get injured. Like, I don't expect Kirk Cousins to get injured. I mean, will he play seven more years? Maybe not. But in his seventh year, I guarantee you he'll probably be better than Derrick Henry. Like, Derrick Henry might be out of the league. Not saying that Kirk Cousins will be in the league, but – yeah, that's that's just not going through. So, I think that at this point, having an a you know a good quarterback, a great quarterback, is really important. We look at the last Super Bowl, right? Niners had the best defense in the league, I would say. Coverage, linebackers, front front four, front seven, secondary, like you name it, probably the best best defense in the league. Um, in my opinion, the best defense in the league. And offensively, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert, a triple-headed running attack. But they had Jimmy G. The Chiefs, 
Don't get me wrong. Chiefs, Chiefs are no no slouches, right? They Damian Williams, great running back. I think he's a really good running back. Watkins, Hardman, Kelsey, Tyreek. Defense is pretty good. But you go late in that game, right? Who won the Chiefs that game? That was Patty Mahomes. I mean, that was Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes won that game, right? Who lost the Niners that game? Was that Raheem Mostert? Were he most lose that game? Jeff, well, like none of those guys lost. Jimmy G. Jimmy G missed Sanders. He missed him. I don't think Jimmy G's a very good quarterback. Showed in the playoffs. Like they didn't trust him against the fight. They didn't trust him. Look who won the game. The Chiefs won the game. They have an elite quarterback. You know, I know some of you out there think Brady's not elite, bro. This guy, he's a bum. Well, I mean, two years ago, he won the Super Bowl. When you look at the, the better offense two years ago, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, Julian Edelman, yeah, he's good. Gronk, really, really good. But that was getting towards the end of his, his time in New England. He wasn't the same guy. Hey, James White, I mean, he had some great players, some really good players. Defensively, they were really good. Really good. That was the start of, like, the kind of the next offensive, like, era of the New England Patriots, right? Uh, Rams, they had McVay, the young head coach. They had Jared Goff. I know you guys love, probably love Jared Goff. He's great. I don't, I really don't think he's good. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, uh, you know, uh, um, Brandon Cook, Cooks. Those are three. Really, really good wide receivers. I mean, Cooks, Woods, and Cup are all arguably number one receivers, and one of them's a two. Like, they had Todd Gurley. I believe it was Todd Gurley. I mean, he's injured, but then they had uh, uh, CJ, CJ, what, CJ Anderson? I think mean, he's serviceable. Solid online. But who was the better quarterback in the game? Who won that game? We all know. Like, I mean, look at the Eagles Super Bowl versus the Patriots. Like, I mean, Brady Foles? I mean, look, Foles played a great game. Brady's obviously the better quarterback, but that was a close game, too. I mean, that was a one-score game. Um, you know, and then you look at the Super Bowl before that, Pats Falcons. Like, who's a better quarterback? Like, like Tom Brady was better than Matt Ryan. So the point I'm trying to make, right, is that in this upcoming draft, like, if you got a reset team, if you're on the Jets and you got a reset team, if you're on the uh, – let me think of another reset team. Probably – I would say the Falcons need a reset. Like I think Falcons like need a reset. Maybe maybe they keep back the court. I don't know. We'll see. Like Lions maybe need a reset. Like Cowboys maybe need a reset. Jacksonville needs a reset. Let's take Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is a good example. Let's take Jacksonville, right? You don't really have a quarterback – you got a running back though. You got James Robinson. I mean, that that one of the probably best one of the best undrafted rookies I've ever seen. You know, running back wise. And you have a decision, right? Like, do you give James Robinson like a number one offensive lineman? Like, why not? Like, give him a number one offensive lineman. He's really good. Give him a number one offensive lineman. They don't really have much, they have some talent on wide receiver, but if you give him a better O line. Dude, that guy might be making plays all season. Doesn't really matter who's the quarterback if he's just handing him the ball, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. James Robinson gets injured. 
Drew's got a lot of miles on him already. Like we uh, they were talking about the announcers were talking about a couple weeks ago. Like James Robinson has not been playing nearly as much lately. Because that dude, like you get miles on you when you're running back. Every time you touch the ball, every time you get hit, like you're taking you're taking carries off 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 your off your life as an NFL player. I say draft a quarterback. I say draft a quarterback. Whoever. Draft someone special. Doesn't have to be Trevor. Right? You need, I mean, look, I'm not saying you need any the best quarterback. You need someone good. Like, if you have a great running back, you like you just need someone good. Like, you need a guy who you can trust with the football, who who's gonna who's gonna not let teams say, well, I mean, look. They're running the football. Like, the Patriots, you know they're running the football. Like, you know. Cam Newton's not throwing the ball. Like, teams like that, like, don't work. You need, a, you need a guy who can get back there, drop back, and throw the ball. Right? Like, you cannot build around a running back in this league, no matter who it is. I don't even know if you can build around Derrick Henry, to be honest. I, I don't know. But this year, he's been excellent. Excellent. Best running back in the league by some estimations. But like in three years, do you, who do you have more confidence in to still be like where he's at? Like Tannehill or Derrick Henry? I mean, you know, one bad injury, like that's going to, that's it for a running back essentially. Like one bad injury and that can take your whole career like a, a totally different way. Like you look at Alex Smith, the dude had an affection. Broke his leg, almost lost his leg, and is now tied for first place in the NFC. Now, NFC, he sucks, but the dude's playing football. He's winning games. If a running back had the same injury, bro, not in the league. Not in the league, not playing, not starting. So my point is, is that I think it's time. I think we, we all have recognized at this point that unless you have an extremely special running back, even if you have an extremely special running back, unless you have like, we're talking like the best running backs in history. Like, unless, like, if you had Derrick Henry, maybe only Derrick Henry. Like, I wouldn't build around Cook. That dude injured. Got injured last season. He's been injured this season. Like, I'm not building around Dalvin Cook. I'm building around Cousins. You got Jefferson, Thielen. Better defense, that team's a playoff team. You put Madison in. Like, yeah, they're not as deadly. But I would I would rather them – here's what I would say. I would rather them trade Cook, open up some cap space, have Madison be the lead running back, get a nice defensive piece. I think that's a better team. I think it's a better team. Because Madison's a nice running back, right? He's not – he can't do what Cook can do. No one can. Not as elusive. Probably not as great a catcher. But you got Jefferson and Thielen. Like, you got some good tight ends. You got some, like, nice up-and-coming players. Like, you don't need to have the greatest running attack. Like, you don't need to – your whole game doesn't even play action. Like, like if you have Madison, like, and you still have a good old line, like, they're going to make him look good anyways. I would I – would, I think I would rather have that than just have Cook eating up more calf space. Like, I'd rather I, – I, in my opinion, I'd rather have that. No, no shade on Cook. But he's been injured. Like, if you're talking about you want your team to win the Super Bowl, that's the whole goal of the NFL. Like, we're not playing to win a game. 
we're playing to win the whole thing. Like, I think that Cook doesn't give him as good of a chance. I don't. I think elite quarterback talent in this league is far better than elite running back talent. I think it is. I mean, if you ask me, like, would you rather have a left tackle? Like Eric Fisher or David Bakhtiari? Or running, like, like, like Aaron Jones? Or, or, or is Clyde ever split? Like, honestly, I don't know. I got a great quarterback. Like, dude, I'm giving him time to throw like Eric, like David Bakhtiari is? I don't know, man. I mean, what are the other options? Like, am I, like who am I trading here? Like, bro, if, if you're telling me I got Jamal Williams as my ba- as my running back, and I got Bakhtiari as my left tackle instead of Aaron Jones as my as my running back, taking Bakhtiari and Williams. Like, you're telling me, like, Michael, you're gonna have Rex Burkhead as your running back, but bro, you got Michael Onwayu as Onwayu as your right tackle versus, you know. Michael, you know, your right tackle is, you know, some backup. I don't know. Just name some random player. But, dude, dude, like, you have Austin Eckler. Like, I'm taking on Wainu and and Damien Harris. Or whoever I said, Rex Burkhead. Like, first off, on Wainu is one of the best. Like, on Wainu and Bakhtiar are some of the best tackles in the league. Like, they're going to make the running game better. A. B. I'm paying less to, to Rex Burkhead, and I'm paying less to Jamal Williams. That would be Aaron Jones or Austin Eckler. And see, my quarterback's staying protected, and I'm probably not paying them as much as I would a running back. And, I mean, look, right tackles, left tackles get injured. Yes, that happens. It happens. So it really does. But I don't know, man. I mean, you, I, you're not paying them as much. Like, they're, they're generally more healthy. Like, you know, so and also they generally come back in a season. Like they're not going to have those like those huge season long career-ending injuries, like game-changing injuries. Like usually, like if even if they go out for a season, like next season, essentially the same player. Like running backs, not necessarily. So my general point is, build around a quarterback, not around a running back. Like it's time that we say that. Like running backs, really, really good, but you can't. I don't think I think those days of winning a Super Bowl because you have the best running back on the field and just a serviceable quarterback might be over. Like the Vikings aren't winning because of Cook. I, you know, maybe Tennessee will prove me wrong because I think that's the only team that maybe will. Like Tennessee is the only team where I would say, okay, Derrick Henry, man. I mean, he's just a game changer. But I mean, even look at them. They're, you know, you stop the run. I mean, the team looks lost. Like, you put it on Tannehill. Like, I think they can win games. But I, I don't know. I don't know if they've ever been put in that position. So I think that from now on, like, you're telling me I get a brand new quarterback. I'm drafting a lineman. I'm not drafting a running back. I'm drafting a running back. I mean, a lineman. Sorry. Protecting my quarterback. That's who I'm building around, my quarterback. Running backs are just long-term value, so low. Like, unless you get a really, really special one. And that's difficult. Like, just because you get a really special running back doesn't mean they're not going to get injured. You got to get real lucky on that. So, 
you know, my thoughts on uh, running, you know, elite running backs versus elite quarterbacks, even great quarterbacks. Like, my thoughts, wearing my Joe Burrow jersey. Hopefully my man gets better soon. Feel bad. But uh, those are my thoughts. So, you know, congrats on 2,000. Thanks to you guys. Congratulations on 2,000. Thanks to you guys. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. I think this has been nice. A nice episode. I, I hopefully I have something, maybe a little bit more player specific next week. I have got the NHL coming up. We got the NBA coming up. I'm ready, folks. I'm ready. I'm ready, folks. It's it's we're we're getting back. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get it, boys. Um, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. Big things coming in 2020. There's a hint. Big things coming. Thank you and have a great day.